What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and in this episode, we are talking about some truth, baby. I love I love this stuff. This is kind of like, I don't know. I personally, I love this one. This one's going to be slightly off script. I got some notes here. Not a shit ton, but I have some notes. Um, but it's, uh, like I say, I always tell you guys, right? It's, it's about stuff that's happening right now uh, in the back of my mind because I think that's what you're the most passionate about at the time so that, that's what makes the best content is just talking about what it is that you're you're just on fire about um, so I got to talk about some truths right the truth the truth of the mind and the truth of the shift and kind of like the unveiling or the the realization point kind of that that shift moment that you have and what does that mean well talking about this so I kind of like kept breaking this down in my mind and how I was going to address this whole thing the blue pill and the red pill theory. Have any of you ever heard? So this is, I have never seen um, the matrix or anything, but if you don't know like what blue pill, what red pill is, what the, what these two things are in the movie, the matrix, I think it came out in like 2003 or something super old. Um, but it lays out this insane concept and uh, shout out to a buddy of mine, Josh, for, for finally getting me to watch the movie. Um, but we sat down, we watched it. And we went through it, and I, I kind of started to learn a little bit about what it was uh, that these two these two pills, these this red pill blue pair, pill theory, actually was. And what it is is blue pill and red pill are essentially two ways of approaching how you want to live your life. One is do you want to live with lies, and one is do you want to live with truth. Now, there's some massive caveats to all of this, right? It's not quite that simple, although I'm trying to simplify it as much as possible. It's not quite that simple. Blue pill is essentially when you want to think that nothing's going on and that the happiness of your life is pretty much based and determined on the circumstances and the people around you. So you're almost living with like the wool over your eyes. You're, you're living in this facade of everything is the way it is. I can't necessarily control anything. I just exist and I just live in this world as I am and things will happen to me around me and not necessarily for me okay so that's blue pill blue pill just think of blue pill uh living with lies but being okay with it it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just you don't really know the truth and and you you kind of accept the reality as it is okay that's blue pill red pill now is when you want the the veil to kind of be uncovered uh when you want to know the reality of what's happening who's pulling the strings who's making the calls you accept the pain into your life in order to learn these truths so it's kind of like you're seeing the light now, pros and cons to the, the red pill, right? The pro, truth, happiness. So you, you can achieve genuine happiness. The, the con to that is pain. You will have to go through pain and suffering in order to get there because you have to learn all these truths that have been hidden from you, uh, essentially, until you get to the point of the decision point. In one of my previous episodes, I talked about um, the, the three phases of growth, right? The closed, the open, and the growth phase. And I want you to think of blue pill, red pill in terms of the closed and the open phase. Most of people, I would say 99% of people, maybe even more, 99.9% of people go through life living in the closed phase. Closed phase represents blue pill. They go through life living in this blue pill theory of their life of just do the things that they hate, go to the job they don't like, surround themselves with people that they don't really quite get along with, um, get into relationships that aren't right for them, you know, just be miserable and stuff your entire life. 
and think that it's normal, right? The, the whole phrase, I used to hate this, but happy wife, happy life, right? I think that's a whole load of horse shit because if your wife is happy and that's implying that then the, the husband is not happy, he's doing something that is kind of miserable to him or whatever, then the wife is happy, then you, you live in this unbalanced relationship. And I think that's straight horse shit because both people should be looking to help each other to make each other happy because your cup is full. So you're trying to fill the other per- or you're not trying to fill the other person's, but you have love to give to the other person. And when both people in the relationship can do that, you can help each other maintain the happiness and build that happiness. And, and you're ultimately happy together. If you're giving and giving and giving to somebody else and you're just trying to make your wife, quote unquote, wife happy, right? then you're never going to be fulfilled yourself. It's like a constant one-way street, and that's just never going to work out. So I hate that that's something that most people go through their entire life living like that, right? And I, I did not want that. I, didn't, I, I lived like that for a very long time until I went through my awakening, right? Until I went through this awakening phase, which took damn near probably two years, I would say. It, it's not necessarily a quick turnaround. It's not something that happens fast. However, because of going through that and because of suffering through the divorce, through the, the breakup of the first relationship, and then going through all of that that I had to learn through those two years, I now have gotten to a place where it's tremendously night and day different. I mean, I am not even close to the same person that I was before this whole process started. I live in the red pill theory now. I live in this mind-opening, think for myself, do my own research, understand things on my own, take responsibility for my actions, understand I can influence things that happen to me. I understand that I can control the way I respond to things, which means I control the way things happen. It's Once, once you make that shift and make that transition, everything changes. Your whole world changes. The way you see things, the light that's open to you see is different. And it's funny because you can see when people don't live that way, right? When you get through this painful point, when you get to this point in your life where you suffer all this pain in order to pursue, violently pursue the growth that you've been searching for, you can tell when people don't live that way. You can tell when people just don't understand and are not willing to understand because they're not willing to open their eyes. They don't want to open their eyes. They want to live in this constant shroud of darkness. There's a, there's an old saying, um, one of these old yogis that I kind of follow and, uh, and read from, uh, Master Asiri Kashna, what he says is, when the student is ready, the master appears. And that phrase, that quote, slammed me like a freight train when I heard it. Because I think that alone is insanely powerful. When the student is ready, the master appears. What this says to me, what that quote alone says to me, is that you have to go through the closed phase on your own. You have to go through that transition process to opening your mind, to opening your thoughts, to opening your heart on your own. Nobody can do that for you. You must do it on your own. It means you must take that transition. You must make that decision to go from blue pill to red pill on your own. In the movie, The Matrix, um, Neo goes through this decision. He has a decision point. He's presented with the blue pill and the red pill and told you will suffer great pain and you will go through a lot of agony if you choose the red pill, but you will learn all of the truths and you will see the light and you will live a happy life if you choose it. The other option is blue pill. You will not see the truth. You will not see the light. You will live in this constant shroud of darkness. You will return to the previous life that you had. However, you will not feel any of the pain. You will not go through any of the agony that you will if you choose the red pill. And he has the decision to make, right? And he has to do that make that decision on his own. No one else can tell him what to do. No one else can do it for him. And the reason nobody else can do it for you is because 
if someone else does it for you, you don't have the will in your own gut to make the, the necessary, to make the moves that you need to when you start feeling the pain, when you start feeling the agony, when you start feeling all that stuff, you don't have the desire and drive inside yourself. If somebody else does it for you, it's them that has that for you, not you yourself. And this quote says that all as simply as possible. When the student is ready, the master appears. In business, when you're looking for a mentor, a lot of times whenever you hear stories of mentors working with people or meeting or somebody meeting their mentor or whatever it is, when you when you hear these stories, a lot of times there's some sort of exchange that happens. Okay, I'll give you an example. Um, Jason Capital, when he met, met the guy who pretty much transitioned his life that got him into the growth phase, right? He was already in the open. He did that whole transition himself. He was, while he was in the open phase, while he decided already on that blue pill, he found his, or on the red pill, he found his mentor. And when he met his mentor, the exchange that happened was he went up to him, he talked to him. He said, I will teach you everything that you need to know in order to pursue and achieve the things that you are looking to do. However, it's going to cost you. And he said, okay, what's it, what's it going to cost? And he said, I don't know, it was like $4,000 or something. And, uh, Jason was like, well, shit, that's all I got. That's all I got left on my credit card balance. And he kind of thought of it. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm in. And he dove and he took the leap and he did it. That guy turned his life around completely. 180 turned his life just skyrocketed. Right? So that's where he went from the open phase to the growth phase. Like, rapid 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 massive growth he made a million dollars within the next eight months like tore off right and he started pursuing all these things that he wanted to and he had the guidance and stuff from somebody that could give it to him now people that are living blue pill lives are living with that shroud of darkness over them right that that hidden concept blinding them essentially from everything that they could see when they would hear that story or somebody would say that to them, hey, you know, like, I'll do this for you, but it's going to cost you. They'd be like, what? Okay, well, how much? Four grand. They're like, yeah, fuck you. Like, you should be able to help me. It, this, is, this would be the response from somebody living blue pill. Their response would be, hell no, you should be willing to help me. If what you have works, you should be willing to help me for free at no cost because you know you're going to improve my life. And that should be the gratitude and the gratefulness that you want in your life. And that's the way they would approach it, right? Otherwise, they turn around and walk away. And that's the way, I'm telling you, that is the way 99.9% .9 of people think and approach things that happen in the world. Now, here's why that's not the case and that's not what's happening. And this is what that person, that mentor, is actually thinking in that situation. That mentor is somebody who obviously, right, if you're, if you're going to try and be mentored by somebody or you're going to try and meet somebody, you should be meeting somebody who has either been or already gone to where you're trying to get to. Okay. You don't want to take advice from somebody that is making $36,000 a year. If you're trying to make a million, right? It doesn't make sense. They, they can't, they don't, they haven't been there. They don't know. They haven't done it. So don't take advice from somebody who hasn't. You're taking advice from somebody who has. Now that person most likely is a pretty valuable person. They've got some valuable time. You know, things are precious and commodities are scarce to them. So when they, when somebody comes up to them, they recognize, right? So you could recognize when somebody's open. So they've, they've reached this, they've gone through the close phase. They're in the open phase. They, they come to you and they approach you and, and you're talking to them. And I think in Jason's example, he, he didn't even approach the guy. He just ran into him and started small talking with him and didn't know who this guy was. Okay. He had no idea who this guy was, but as they talked, he offered the mentor offered Jason an opportunity to work with him. 
and and that's how right jason got into it so jason didn't go approaching like he was going to take something from this guy he almost didn't even know and that was attractive to the guy because he was able to tell jason had already made that switch from closed to open he had already taken the decision to to live a red pill life to to understand that the truth of what's going on and to take responsibility and to take action for what's happening in his own life so when he recognized that he told jason i'll help you but it's going to cost you people living blue pill we've already established would be turned around and be like no that's fucking stupid you should want to help me for free because what you do works and then they would leave but jason took the leap and did it and what's significant about this is this guy when he does that so when somebody of that caliber right puts a price tag on what they're doing what they're doing is they're making you make the final choice are you ready for the growth phase which means you understand that in order to receive you have to you must give first you must be willing to give you must be willing to take chances you must be willing to understand risk and and push risk aside and take the leap anyway and make decisions work regardless of what you think right so some people might spend money and they'll have buyer's remorse you must be willing to make that decision to spend that money and then know that you made the right decision and roll with it and just fucking run with it so that's what they do by putting a price tag on something or putting that final barrier in place. What they're really doing is they're testing to see, are you actually ready to do what I'm about to be requiring you to do? And that's when you have to make the decision. When those opportunities are presented to themselves, you have to have the ability to understand and to jump on that leap. You have to be able to leap on that opportunity. If you're not, you're not ready. And that's when they won't take you. They don't need, trust me, I can tell you that guy did not need four grand. There's nothing that four grand was going to do for them other than, I don't know, maybe pay for dinner that night, right? That guy did not need $4,000. That was not enough to do anything for him. But it was enough to weed Jason out if he wasn't ready to make that choice. If Jason wasn't really to make, willing to make that decision, then $4,000 was enough to tell him to kick it, right? That $4,000, that was all he had. That was every last dollar Jason had. He, he put it all on his credit card, and that was he couldn't even pay it back at the time, right? He couldn't pay that money at the time. He put it on the credit card using the last limit of his debt allowable to put it on his card to be able to spend that money to give it to the guy. It turned around, right? It worked for him. It turned his life around. Jason wasn't going to let nothing happen. He wasn't let anything get in the way, and that's what that guy was testing. He was testing to see. So you have to understand these things, right? So you have to, you have to be able to look past these, these blue pill concepts of what's happening in your life in order to move yourself through that and to get to the point where you're actually trying to do something for real. It's, it's very, very interesting stuff. I think this is very, very, very cool concepts once you understand them and you see them and you can kind of hone yourself in on the way these kind of things work, the way this concept of understanding and realizing the truth and the life behind things instead of just constantly having this veil over you. If you think about it, okay, I want you to think of two scenarios. Let's think of scenario one. There is, uh, we'll say, we'll say, company one or or news one is telling you, is reporting to you that chocolate is bad. Chocolate is bad. Chocolate is bad. Chocolate is bad, and that's all you hear. Okay, you hear nothing but chocolate is bad. We'll say for for a year. We'll say a whole year. You hear just nothing but chocolate is bad. You're listening to to this person or this agency or whatever tell you that nothing but chocolate is bad. Now, after that year of hearing that. Are you going to be under the impression that chocolate is good for you? Probably not, right? Now, let's reverse the scenario and say, okay, so the same thing happens, but instead of chocolate being bad, you hear nothing but chocolate is good. Chocolate is good, chocolate is good, chocolate is good. For a year, 
at the end of the year, are you going to think chocolate is good for you? Yeah, you're probably going to think it's pretty good for you, right? Because that's all you've been told for the last year. Now let's take those two people, let's take those two scenarios, and let's put them in the same timeline. One is listening to nothing but chocolate is bad for a year. One is listening to nothing but chocolate is good for a year. Get to the end of the year. Those two people meet. They're going to have pretty opposing viewpoints, right? They're, they're both going to be like, man, you, like chocolate is so good for you. No, 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 chocolate is terrible for you. And they're going to have their reasons. They're going to be able to argue their points. And they're going to be able to, you know, hopefully talk without getting violent and stuff about it. But um, they're, they're both going to be essentially, let's call it brainwashed, under the concept of whatever they've been told for the, the entirety of the last year, right? Now, say, use this same concept, break it a little bit further down. Use this same theory and the same concept as you growing up as a child. When you're a child, you're very impressionable. You're impressionable really up until the age of about 24, 25. You learn, you understand, and you assume, and you, you collect information based on the input of those around you, based on the input of your environment. When you grow up and you're taught certain things, do you think you're going to believe those things if that's what you're constantly being taught as you're growing up or no? As we just proven in the chocolate good, chocolate bad theories, yeah, you, you definitely are, right? It's the same concept. I want you to think the same way, right? Same concept. You're gonna you're gonna believe everything you hear. If somebody comes along and will say gives you proof or gives you evidence of something being contrary to what you've believed your whole life, you're probably gonna fight it. You're probably gonna resist it. You've been told something for you know God knows how long, and all of a sudden now you're hearing something contrary, and you're gonna you're gonna discredit it, right? You're gonna try and look for reasons as to why it's not true because you've been told so many times that this is the way, this is the truth, this is what it is. And you've never questioned it because you're in that impressionable phase. You're in the learning phase of your life. When someone comes in and tells you the opposite, you're going to reject it because it's not truth, because it's different than what you've been told. We don't like difference, right? We like things to be the same. You've been living in this one way. We want it to be the way because that's the structure and that's the the guidance behind everything that we've been learning, right? Everything that we've been taught. Now, when someone comes in and tries to teach you something different, you're going to resist. Imagine if instead of being taught all of those things or whatever, you've been instead just given information and taught how to uh, interpret it, right? So you're given a book and maybe you don't know what the book says, but you're taught how to read, taught what words are, you're taught what vowels are and sounds and all this stuff, and you're learning how to read. Now, you can learn and interpret that data however you want. If you're not being told and taught and and you know, encouraged to, to consume it in a certain way, you're going to do it however you want. Same thing is true when you get older, right? I think I've talked in one of the last episodes how once you get to about 25, anything that you've taught or, or anything you've been taught or learned is pretty much instilled in you. There's, there's almost no way of changing your mind at that point. The only way of changing it is you have to suffer massive pain. You have to go through some sort of pain in order to get through that, in order to, to move on and to get, you know, to, to shift what you've been taught, to shift your mind, to let go of kind of the narrative that you've been built. Now imagine all these things that we've been taught, all these things that we've learned and whatever, not being true, and instead somebody trying to allow us to learn these things on our own, right? Giving us the data, the information to, to learn this this new theory or the truth on our own. This is almost, this is the turning point. Okay. This is what I want you to see. If somebody approaches you or something happens in your life where you're given an opportunity to learn or to see or to do something different, but you feel is, is ultimately kind of like right in your gut or in your heart and you're resisting it. Here's what's happening. 
they're presenting data to you. They're presenting the information. They're presenting the, the groundwork that you need to know in order to make the shift. You are confronted with a decision. You can choose to either ignore that and continue to assume the same realities that you've been taught throughout your entire life to still be true, or you can take what they're giving you and accept and allow and open yourself to the possibilities of different, of something being different. I'm obviously getting into something bigger and something far deeper here. I don't want to get too deep into the rabbit hole, but I want you guys to understand that there's bigger concepts and bigger things that happen than what we're taught and what we're told in life. This is true for business. This is true in jobs. This is true not only in life, but also in relationships. You have to get yourself, if you want that, that feeling of genuine love, of true happiness, right? Now, I'm not saying this isn't a facade. This isn't go to a party, say I'm happy, and you're really broken down crying inside. I'm saying you wake up with fire in your heart. You leave work with a fire in your heart. You, you truly are with somebody that like invigorates you, fires you up, motivates you. You know, somebody that you look forward to spending time with. If you want something like that, you have to be willing to go through the pain that it's going to take to open your eyes and to understand the breaking point that you got to take as a transition to get there not easy. It's not fun. It's hard. It's hard as hell because of the pain you have to go through to understand that you have to accept the responsibility to be on yourself in order to start that transition process in order to go through those kind of things. And that's where that red pill comes in. You have to take, when you take that red pill, your eyes are opened. You understand everything that's happening around you. You take responsibility for the instances and the circumstances that are happening in your life. You stop pushing that shit off on other people and you realize that you can control the way that you respond. You can control the way that you perceive things. You can control what's happening to you as an instance of how you react to it. When you start realizing how to do that, you can start changing a lot of things in your life. And that's where blue pill, red pill comes in. Again, don't forget that quote. When the student is ready, the master appears. Get yourself to the point to where you are prepared for what you're trying to pursue and then what you need, that master, will appear. It doesn't have to be a mentor. It can be a significant other. It can absolutely be somebody that you've been waiting for, but you have to prepare that vessel. You have to prepare yourself to make those decisions, to make those changes, to get yourself to a point to where you are prepared when that person comes. I'll tell you right now, personal example, I was not ready. I did not prepare my vessel when that certain person came into my life. I was not ready. I was not able to accept and to give and to be that person that I needed to be. Now, is that going to happen again? Absolutely not. I'd taken that red pill a long time ago. And I'm now at a point where there's nothing that's going to stop me from getting to where I need to be. And I know when I'm ready, the master will appear. That person, that girl, she will appear when my vessel is ready. And all my job now is to stay on track, to listen to my heart, to listen to my gut, to listen to the instinct, to stay on the path that I need to stay on. Because while she's going through her own journey, I'm going through mine. And we are doing the same thing at the same time. And when it's time, when our vessels are ready, when we are both ready, we will appear in each other's life. And there's no question about that. I want you guys to let that sink in. 
break this down. Write that quote. I've got that quote written on my, I've got it on my phone and on my whiteboard now. When the student is ready, the master appears. It is your job to get yourself to where you need to be mentally and physically and spiritually to get yourself to the point where you are the best version, the peak version of who you can be and everything will come together at that point. It's the pursuit of becoming the best you that puts all of this stuff into perspective. I encourage you guys to make that decision, to let go of these things that are blinding us and to accept the light, to go through the pain that is necessary and required to accept the light into your life and to see the truth behind the mirror, the truth of what's happening behind that curtain so that you can make a better informed decision. <laughs> Love this stuff. I hope you guys get a lot out of this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Unfortunately, I'm going to end this episode now, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. A lot of stuff happening right now. I just encourage you guys to open your eyes, uh, see the light, see the truth. Something feels like in your gut, like it is not the way that it seems it is. 100%, I'm telling you right now, that is something bigger than you giving you that feeling. Listen to it. Do not ignore it. As always, follow me on Instagram, fulfillment underscore podcast. Send me a DM. Let me know what you guys like, what you don't like. Share this episode with your friends and family, people that need to hear it. I hope we can shed some light on their lives and in their eyes so that they can wake up and see some of the things that you're seeing as well. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love that you guys are listening. You guys are an awesome audience. I love all the great feedback. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.